0: Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Senior Editor Roman Loyola. I'm joined remotely by staff editor, staff writer, Michael Simon. Hi, Mike. Remotably. Mike just spent a week hey, in the Magic Dan. Kingdom.
1: Yeah, lucky so, him. He's looking refreshed and tired. Well, I don't know about refreshed. <laughs> we we ran, we ran around a lot last week. Yeah. One day, I think I had 23,000 steps on my uh, Fitbit Jeez. app, so we walked a lot. That's we a did fun. a lot. We crammed a lot into uh, six days, So, but it was fun. Good to have you back
0: awesome. in Thank studio you. with Leif Johnson. Hello, so, Leif. Hello. And our the, the main man, the most important man on this podcast. Is, is you, Roman. Is Dan Masarocca. <laughs> <laughs> hello, everyone. <laughs> and the reason why he's the most important man on this podcast is because he represents you, the viewer. He's checking out our Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, YouTube. feeds. But I'm, but well, I'm we're not unelectedly processing. so
2: unelected. Yes.
1: He's, yes, he's also the only one who knows how to run the equipment. So. That's yeah, true. Mark. Yes,
0: we wouldn't be live without him. <laughs> so, but uh, he's checking uh, our feeds for your comments and questions. If you have any comments or questions on today's topic or any other topic, including the Magic Kingdom, let us know.
1: I can answer all those. So,
0: and he'll chime in. <laughs> so today, Avatar, we're
1: gonna... Avatar Land is awesome. If anyone's wondering,
0: <laughs> oh, Avatar Land,
1: the uh, Pan, Pandora is amazing.
0: Oh. uh today we're going to talk about home and apple watch rumors and other various other potpourri apple uh, Macworld, apple potpourri uh we're going to talk about uh e and uh a little bit of what life has been working on but first we're going to talk about the news specifically <laughs> breaking news someone's breaking getting a phone news. call yeah that there's someone yeah. on the phone with the phone yeah but uh the, uh, Apple, there was a, was it, was it Mark Gurman again?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes. He's been on a roll lately. Mark Gurman came out with a report uh, earlier this week that Apple is working on its own subscription news service. So, which seems to be uh, a service that I guess, if speaking about the, uh, environment as of late news wise could be a, uh, could be an opportunity for Apple to make a little more coin. So, uh, you know, Mike Simon wrote this up, and he brought up that Apple actually kind of tried this in the past, and I totally forgot about it. Mike, can you?
1: I, I was a daily subscriber from day one until <laughs> That's day like, zero. You
0: actually signed up for it.
1: <laughs> I liked it. Yeah.
0: So, and can you talk about what what the daily was?
1: Yeah, it was a. Uh, I mean, at the time kind of revolutionary in that no one had really developed a publication strictly for the digital crowd. And it was, it was only for the iPad and you couldn't get it on the iPhone or yeah. any other tablet. And it was by uh, news corp and they had a whole newsroom dedicated right. strictly to this publication. They, it, it came out every day. And I think, um, I think there was a, a weekend edition as well. I don't remember. And it was, you know, it was pretty robust It's uh, with the, you know, maybe f- five or eight uh, news stories. They actually broke some some stories at the time, but it was ultimately it didn't really it never really knew what it wanted to be. It wasn't a, a hard hitting newspaper. Uh, most of the stories it had were 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 day old and you know gossipy and right. rumor stuff. So it just it it never really found an audience. But it was a cool concept, and what was most intriguing about it is it it was designed for that platform with yeah. touch and hyperlinks and all this cool stuff that you don't get from. You know, just looking at a static PDF on most uh, most of these kind of news delivery services.
0: Yeah, I think that was the thing. It was when it was first released; it was meant as something to showcase the iPad.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and that was its primary uh, purpose. And then you know, because it, it was a, it was really a magazine, mm-hmm. so it wasn't a like Apple's News app now, where it fed you up breaking right. news. It was more like, yeah, a it, it didn't,
1: it didn't aggregate anything. It was, yeah. it, you know, they, they did their own stuff, but it was updated throughout the day. Like if something broke, they did kind of go into the app and give you notifications. Uh-huh. It wasn't like a, uh, you know, up to the minute type of a thing, but they yeah. did, they did push notifications. They did update stuff yeah. as the day went on. And it, you know, the, 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 format was very cool. That That's why I kept, I subscribed to it after, after the first year, because I just, I wanted to see how it would evolve and, unfortunately it evolved to, to dying less <laughs> yeah. than two years
3: later <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah if any of our viewers were also subscribers to the daily if you can let us know what you liked about it and why you thought it failed and uh and you know if you have any thoughts on the apple news service uh let us know what those uh are too we i, we, I posted a poll yesterday uh Asking people what what would be the most they would pay per month for an Apple Premium subscription news service, knowing Mm. (laughs) that no one wants to pay for anything. We were we were setting
1: you up here, yeah.
0: (laughs) So people and and, you know and people we encourage people to leave comments,
1: (laughs) and a majority
0: of the comments we got like a lot of comments in the first three minutes of this poll. Mm-hmm. And a majority of the comments were, "I wouldn't pay anything."
3: Why not zero? Yeah. So yeah. Why, where's
0: the zero option? Well, mm-hmm. as Jason Cross pointed out to us, if it's if you're not paying anything, it's not a premium news mm-hmm. service. It's a free sure. news service. Yeah. So,
2: so what were the what were the other options?
0: So the other options were uh, five dollars, which a majority of people voted for, eighty three percent. And I think the thing was there's here's the flaw in the poll: a lot of people voted five dollars. Because there was no zero yes, dollar exactly. option, yeah, there was I, yeah, no I, lower option, so they picked five dollars. Fourteen percent picked ten dollars, and three percent picked fifteen dollars. Uh, so we picked ten dollars in there because that it was the is the price of uh, the service that Apple. So Apple bought a service called uh, Texture, mm-hmm. okay. and they charge ten dollars a month. Right, and it's pretty standard yeah.
3: subscription price for a right. lot of things these days. Right,
0: and then we mm-hmm. put fifteen dollars just to see, if, you know, some theoretically Texture would be under Apple's guise or whatever it is, it would be bigger or mm-hmm. offer more. So, would you pay fifteen dollars?
1: Uh, um, what te- Texture is? I, I actually signed up. I, I I never even knew it existed until Apple bought it. Yeah, but um, yeah. it's it, it's pretty popular. It has a you know on the on the. On the Play Store, I think it has, like, I don't know, 20,000 reviews or something. Like, people do like it. Yeah. But it's it's basically just a, a glorified PDF reader. Like, mm-hmm. it gives you... You know, you have to download it, and then you look at it, and you can just kind of move through the pages. There's no interactivity in it, and there's no kind of interesting touch sensitivity. It's just... You know, here are the pages that would be in a print magazine, and you can read them on your phone or your or your tablet.
3: Now, being just a pre- PDF reader, is it really easy to read it, or do you have to like constantly scrunch in to read stuff? I mean, it de- I guess
1: it depends on the the layout, mm-hmm. but it's clear that the, the 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 magazines that they're showcasing they weren't designed f- necessarily for a digital look. Mm-hmm. It's just this is our print version, and we're we're porting it over to. Um, you know, this, this format in the sense of MacWorld, we don't have a print format. So ours are a little bit more designed for that format mm-hmm. because we have a digital magazine, but, um, still there's no, there's no way to interact with it. There's no animations. There's no kind of fun things that, that you get when you, um, when you, when you, uh, subscribe to the service, which you, is what I would like to see from Apple news.
3: Do you mainly look at it through like a tablet, like your iPad? Or yeah. You, okay. Right.
1: Or yeah, the, cool. I mean, it, it, it's on the phone as well. But is it like but, um, yeah. not as
3: good of experience because it's small? Yeah, screen? I
1: mean, you, you, on the phone, obviously, you got to zoom into what you're looking at because it's mm-hmm. you know tiny. <laughs> sure.
2: So wait, what what were the results? Oh, oh the poll? Yeah, you, you you bring up the poll, but you don't even give the the results. It's, it's like a gazillion for five. Okay, like.
0: oh, yeah, eighty three percent for five dollars, fourteen percent for ten dollars, three percent for fifteen dollars. There was about there was over nine hundred votes.
3: So,
2: so I have a question. Yeah. If there was an option of $0, but your personal information, do you think that would have have won?
0: <laughs> That's an interesting, yeah. That would have been an interesting option to put in there. So if anyone has any thoughts on that, we'd like to know. If you're willing to give up a certain amount of your personal information, a la Facebook. ahead.
1: in case you missed it, Dan's throwing some shade at Mark Zuckerberg right there. <laughs>
3: I could I see them, you know, alternatively instead of zero, rolling it into some other type of subscription that they already offer iCloud, mm-hmm. Apple Music, something like that, and, you know, make it a, a new type of plan or something where all of this is included. You know, that would be a case where I could see possibly a zero dollar mm-hmm. option happening. But, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, Apple News is the zero dollar option right now. Mm hmm. So, it would seem as though a quote unquote premium service, which is what um, Gurman was describing, would definitely carry a subscription fee. Now, whether or not they can get to, if like what I've been waiting for forever is a service that I can pay five or $10 a month, probably 10, Mm -hmm. that takes. Stuff that's behind the paywall in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, yes. or the Washington Post. No, I, I'm not looking for everything. Mm-hmm. But give me a smattering of breaking news and popular stories that I can read on, you know, in Apple's format or in the app, whatever it is. And I'll pay, I'll gladly pay $10 a month for access to, you know, a bunch of different, not just magazines, but news, breaking news, daily news as well. Mm-hmm. And it was unclear from the report whether or not that's the direction Apple's looking to go in. And it'd be really nice too, uh, and you
3: know, as especially we know as journalists, you know, we, it's nice to have the money coming in. But you, you, when you start getting these specific subscriptions to places like the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and stuff, it really starts getting expensive.
1: Yeah, and I subscribe to the, the the Times. I subscribe to the Post. I subscribe to my local paper, the the Hartford Current. For and you. yeah, it's like it's like thirty dollars a month. And, but um, you know, I, I I like to support journalism. Mm-hmm. But there's only so much I can afford to do it. You know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a lowly journalist myself. Well, <laughs> I think that's the other thing is that people who like supporting journalism
0: are in the small minority. It right. right? exactly. consists yeah. of journalists. No, that's just very true. That's and very then true. that's about it. So, I mean, as the, this poll showed, most people are not willing to pay that's right. for news. But I think one thing…
3: They probably have ad blocker running too.
0: Yeah, they had, a lot of these people probably have – a lot of people have ad blockers. I mean, I even use an ad blocker, but it's more out of trying to get my website to work <laughs> on my Mac than blocking ads. <laughs> uh, but um, – oh, I just lost my tr- train of thought. Sorry. Um, down with ad blocker. But anyways, yeah, so – you know, a lot of people are not interested in paying for
2: news, or is it? I mean, I think it might just be too much because I feel like a lot of these news, you know, you know, for a single website, mm-hmm. charge the same amount that you know yeah. Hulu or Netflix charge, right? It's true, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. If if Apple can find a way to get all of these major publishers to to agree on a flat rate. Mm-hmm that would be revolutionary in itself
0: right right
3: i have to admit i would like to be a see a better customized experience my problem with apple news is i really just have it set up for tech and games which is really what i want to know about and some environmentalism stuff but that's me and uh, but the thing is is you know when you look at the app you have to scroll through like you know 15 seconds worth of real mm-hmm. news which i can get through twitter or something like that this is what i would like to use the app for is the, you know the stuff that is specifically catered towards me and currently it's not like that you got to go scroll and scroll and by the time i actually find it i'm not really interested anymore right.
1: so <laughs> my my biggest problem is that it's not on android i know people are going to yell at me for this but you know probably 70 to 80% of my day i'm on an android device mm-hmm. and You know, I can't even when I see an Apple news link in, you know, on Twitter or something like it's useless to me because there's no web interface and there's no Android app. So um, those those are the two things that I hope comes comes out of this service, comes some kind of a cross platform compatibility, because it's it's a good it's a good service. It's a a nice looking app and they they do a good job of kind of aggregating important Mm -hmm. stories.
3: Well, that That is true. But and, but also what you're saying about the cross-platform, that's especially important because, you know, Google gets this. I think this is one of the reasons the ways to really attract people to your your platform because I use a lot of Google stuff on my – I love Apple yeah. stuff. But, you know, yeah. like I use Gmail. I use Google Docs and stuff. And, you know, you've made a pleasing product, and, and sometimes it makes me wonder, hmm, maybe I should try an Android phone. And, and so, you know, if you produce these good Funny products – Funny how that works. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They, so – you know, if they do cross-platform, Apple seems to think it won't work, but I think it will if they. Do Apple Apple Music
1: works. I use it on yes. Android all the time. I love it. It's, it. it's essentially the same experience. I mean, you know, there's issues with issues with it. Uh-huh. There's issues with it on iOS as well, but for the most part, my library is there. I can listen to whatever I want, no matter what device I pick up, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't have to worry about um, where I'm signed in.
2: That's awesome. Oh, so
1: I, I yeah. like that's the same type of thing I'd like to see come to. Apple News, and it is available. You know, texture is available on on Android, so we'll see. Mm -hmm. Uh, A few people who commented
0: on Twitter were
1: saying like the last
0: thing they wanted was Apple curating their news, and I think that's a uh, misconception of what this what this service could be. Yeah, possibly. It's it's it's. I don't think Apple's curating your news. I think if anything, they're giving you the tools to curate. That's what they do now with Apple News. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so and I would right.
3: just like to have that even more personalized. That's kind of what I was saying a minute yeah. ago. Yeah.
0: so you would get more tools to personalize what you want to see. It, it uh, you know, Apple's not in in the market of being a journalistic outlet. They're not interested in competing with CNNs and Fox News, Fox News and stuff like that. They're you know they're they're not in in the business of reporting news. Mm-hmm. So, but they're more than happy to work with those outlets to yep. serve the news to you. So that's the way they see the, that. Yeah. I mean, if money.
1: if there is an algorithm at play, it would just push like the most popular, most recent stuff. I don't yeah. think it would. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think they would play partisan politics here with, the no. with the news you yeah. get.
3: And I, I think you already see that in the notifications you get for Apple News, which I do find useful for the, you know, the ones that when you you know in your you know your home screen and it's uh, yeah and you, you in your notifications and stuff and it, it it's all over the place. I don't yeah. think there really is a political slant to it. So yeah, it really yeah, is I what's popular think. right now. So so, so yeah, then, we,
2: go ahead. I
1: know. I was just going to say we we know uh, Tim Cook is a bleeding heart liberal, but I don't think he would impose his politics on
2: uh, an, an, an app. Yes. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, like, you know, we talk about how people get in their own news bubbles, especially with social yep. media. Yeah. Do you think this would have a positive or negative impact on something like that?
0: Uh, no, I, I guess it I depends, depends if,
1: on... Carry on.
0: Yeah, I hmm. was just going to say, I think it's just another news bubble, I, you know, and, you know, you can judge for yourself whether that's positive or negative. I think it's a negative, but, there, you know, people love their bubbles, so yeah. that's why certain outlets are very popular. And they people, I think what we've learned recently, you know, is that people are not interested in hearing other viewpoints. <laughs> so for the most part, so it's, yeah, I, I think this is just another, to me, this is just another bubble.
2: And do yeah. you think that, like, you know, something like, would they be gatekeeping in any way fake news?
1: Well, yeah. presumably you would get. I mean, it would be these sort of, you know, quote unquote verified sources like the right. like you know big giant publications that don't kind of peddle in fake news. As much as our president likes to say CNN and the Washington Post do, they do not. Yeah, you know. And they report on the facts that are in front of them. And if they're wrong, they correct it. And those are the sources that Apple would use. I don't think they would be going to these, you know, more of like these, these fringe websites that kind of print things willy nilly. I think they would go to established, trusted well trusted right. depending on who you're talking to but uh, you know established sources
3: yeah. yeah and i think that's the important is that, yeah, because a lot of this problem is from really fringe stuff which yeah. might actually be popular but this, this isn't the you know verified stuff of multiple teams of editors and stuff i will say in contrast to you know as a counterpoint to what i was saying what i was basically saying about the you know i'm seeing a mass assortment of news that comes in from different viewpoints and stuff. And I ha- that's what I have to scroll through to see my tech and game stuff and everything. Mm-hmm. That kind of allows me to escape from that bubble because I am kind of seeing this stuff. I roll my eyes and stuff like that, but I'm still I'm still seeing it. So in a way, it already you know, kind of lets you see yeah. everything that's out there already and uh, keeps me from my more personalized experience. But like you kind of pointed out, there's some good things about that.
1: There's also a question of whether or not it would have news at all. Yeah. I mean, it might just be like right. kind of more feature-oriented magazines rather than news, newspapers.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm still trying to picture in my head how this works. But the problem is I haven't used Texture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, if it, if it sounds like if it works as exactly as it sounds like, I'm trying to wrap my head as to how that would be used as the basis of a news service. You know, is it
1: just yeah. serving uh, up magazines? Yeah, te- te- Texture magazines? is just monthly or weekly magazines. Like, there's not any kind of option to receive daily or even right. you know updates at all. You download the issue you want to you want to read and you read it. That's that's what Texture is. No, it's just yeah. it's it's one of the few all you can eat kind of um, uh, models for for that platform
3: one one thing I, I see as a problem with this with this focus on magazines long form and stuff like that is you know i hate to admit it because i actually don't like brief articles i believe they leave out a lot of nuance and stuff mm-hmm. like that i mean i'm not talking like 4000 word monstrosities or something but enough to get your point across that with letting you see all the different viewpoints and stuff the problem is mo- i'm a journalist i and I, I read this stuff like that but the truth is most people don't like to read all sure. that and you know i'm thinking that when we were talking about what you know being featured I can't really see it leaning too much on features because, as much as it hurts me to say, I don't think it's going to be that interesting. Uh, people are going to want to see more bite-sized news. When I say bite-sized, I mean like 500 words or something. But uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I think it would be more strong if it focused on you know basically what we see, but in a different type of presentation.
1: Well, uh, yeah, uh, presentation is the other issue. Like, will Apple be working with these public uh, publications and publishers to mm. develop? Like they do now. I mean, the, when you look at a story in Apple News, it's it's designed. There's a certain design language they use. Definitely. Would that carry across to, um, full you know full magazines? I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I mean, in my world, I'd pay twenty dollars for a service that collects uh you know things from like a hundred different paywalled news services. Right. I happily pay for that. Like local things and national things and you know, TV like Fox News, whatever it is, all this stuff collected, and I can kind of filter through all of it—things that I wouldn't normally see, and things that I wouldn't normally pay for—in right. a—in in a one kind of all-you-can-eat service.
3: And I know Google said they were dead, but I still use RSS feeds. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do
1: too. But th- those can get overwhelming too because you get that—that's everything. Right. You get you know, it's just a bucket of of everything. Yes. Presumably, Apple News, an Apple News service, would be a little bit more tailored to you know both the current stuff and things that you're interested in. Oh. Just like the music, you know, when you go to, and sometimes I'll go to, I don't know what to listen to, so I'll, ch- I'll click on what's new, I'll click on for you, I'll click on, you know, whatever the heck uh, uh, tab is there. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want for, for a new service. Yes. Yeah, I mean, for me, Twitter is my
0: new service. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, me too. It's probably, yeah. which probably isn't really the way to use it, but it's because what happens is, you know, I'm only following I'm only getting news from what I'm following Mm -hmm. and for me I end up not interacting with anybody which is what Twitter is supposed to be Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I'm too busy using it as a news feed and and I'm too busy accessing what's being served to me and I forget that I should interact with people who are trying to interact with me on Twitter so that's but that's my news service. And I don't think I would use an Apple news service because I rely on Twitter for all that. So
3: It's interesting that Twitter actually kind of serves as a model, as a curated news source. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're weird, following yeah. people, yeah. they're curating what you see. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, totally. I mean, people who, who who yell at, you know, I don't want to be fed news. You're, you're, that's what you're doing every day. Yes. Yeah. By the websites you visit, by the people you follow, by the whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Your news is curated whether you like it or not. So. <laughs> Yeah, so
0: maybe we'll see more about this in maybe WWDC. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe that maybe it'll be, it'll be a new feature in the next iOS. Who knows?
1: So, Yeah, that, it, I mean, it could be. Yeah, I, don't know who, it could I mean, be. I don't know. That, that seems awfully quick because they just announced the acquisition in March. True, but yeah. We'll see. So, maybe. We'll see.
0: So uh, speaking of stuff that might be discussed at WWDC, um, Maybe we'll see more discussion of uh, Mac OS and use, u- the use of external graphics cards. Mm. I know that wasn't a very good transition. She <laughs> <I> tried <laughs> really hard on that. I appreciate that. the effort. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> what's your <talking> so. <laughs> so, But uh, yeah, anybody who follows our other show, uh, Apple Arcade, hey. hosted by Leif Johnson, if you haven't checked it out, it uh, airs on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, life has been playing around with a bunch of eGPUs. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what an eGPU is, it's essentially an external graphics card, mm-hmm. GP graphics processing mm-hmm. unit. Mm-hmm. So, and graphics cards have been sort of a pain point for Mac users for a while. You know, it's, you know, it's Apple doesn't use the latest and greatest graphics cards, uh, they use graphics cards that are powerful enough for most people mm-hmm. and a lot of pros. But if you're into like gaming and stuff, or if you're even a, you know, video, a, yeah. a video pro, mm-hmm. uh, it may not feel like it's enough. Mm-hmm. And so one solution that Apple has embraced mm-hmm. is the, uh, eGPU. And Leif has been, Leif's, in Leif's last show. He did uh, some EPU testing and, uh, had some interesting results. So, uh, first off, why would I? I, I, I kind of discussed why would, you know, why would I want a, an eGPU, but mm-hmm. does it really, is, is an eGPU really a viable solution for people who are really demanding? Well, see, with, the, the with cool graphics. thing
3: was, is what we did, um, we, we, we got an um, AMD Radeon 80 and, uh, we, RX and M80, and we stuck that into uh, a chassis that we had here by a KTO, and this is the stuff that the PC World guys gave us, and uh, so it actually was a really big performance boost on, it. we were oh, using okay. Rise of the Tomb Raider, which came out, so it was really cool, the, I think the idea is, so, you know, it's better if you have something like a MacBook, a MacBook Pro and stuff, so, which doesn't, you know, normally have a very strong graphics card and uh, so it's a Radeon Pro 555 I believe in mine it goes up to a 560 but I have a 555 and uh, but we plugged this in and it was beautiful we were getting 60 frames per second now is viable that's another question because number one you know unless you have the if you don't have this stuff lying around and that's what we did we used the stuff we had lying around so you got about a $400 on a graphics card now you have about $350 for the chassis and the thing is we found out you can't actually So use the graphics card with your your monitor, your display on the MacBook, so you actually have to have a separate uh-huh. monitor. Oh,
0: you need a separate external
2: monitor. Yeah, it's a second yeah. monitor.
3: Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we had the best results when we would actually close the lid of the MacBook. So there's another $100 to $500 right there, depending on what you want. And because I have the MacBook closed, I also need an external keyboard. So once you just start figuring in all this, it starts getting really expensive. Now, uh, one of our staff members here, Jason Cross, you know, the show that we did before when we were doing Rise of the tomb raider he showed me his results from his 27 inch uh 5k imac and he was already getting uh 60 it's like 63 frames per second it's pretty impressive and uh you know this is not an imac pro it's just an imac and uh i was very impressed by that so it's basically you know if you're really interested in this kind of stuff of gaming it's probably more cost effective just to go out and get yourself an imac because it's going (laughs) to amount to about the same price uh in the end. So that's part of the problem. Now, here's one of the things. You would think you could also only really use AMD cards. Uh, NVIDIA is one of the big names in gaming, and uh, unfortunately, there's no support. We tried it, um, you know, because technically the chassis that we used wasn't officially supported by Apple, but it worked fine. It worked beautifully, actually. And uh, But uh, we put the NVIDIA card in there. Nothing. It did not show up.
0: Because the driver is just... There's no Exactly.
3: And, then, and see, and that's that's the important part. With the latest uh, update, I believe it's uh, 10.13.4 of macOS, you, you know, these drivers are already built in. And it really was just plug and play. We put the card in, we put the chassis, we put it into the Thunderbolt 3 port, and boom, there you go. And see, there's all kind of important ifs and buts and stuff. You have to have Thunderbolt 3 support, which basically means right. you can only use uh, MacBooks from uh, 2016 and more recently, and iMacs from last year and more recently. So that really limits you as well, too. So uh,
0: right, because Thunderbolt three has the pipes to allow to, uh, exactly. all that data
3: to flow through. Yeah,
0: forty this gigabits this, per so second. The, the yeah. MacBook
1: automatically switches to that graphics card yes. once it's plugged in.
3: You'll see it up at the up at the top bar, and it'll go in there and showing. It's basically it looks like a little processor up there, and it'll you know it's basically like ejecting a disc, um, and uh, you know just ejecting a drive. And so you would click that and say you know eject you know the AMD Radeon. And and it would do it. It's super simple. But uh, you can only use AMD. Now, here's the weird thing. Here's where it starts getting really technical uh, and sad. You can't use the cards with Windows through Boot Camp. So, meaning if you wanted to use an Uh. NVIDIA card and you're like, I'll just play my games on my Mac through Boot Camp on Windows. You can't. It doesn't work. And apparently that goes for... All cards. Uh, there's no support through bootcamp um, currently. It's possible to do it with some like heavy coding work, but that's way beyond my skills. Well, there, so
1: there are a I few suppose. dozen people are going to be very bummed about this.
3: Yes, and so and I have not tried it out myself. But my focus was on games. But I have heard from other people that get this, it doesn't even work with video encoding. Like if you're trying to export oh, wow. a video, and you would Jeez. think being Apple, that would be what they really want, not gaming and stuff like that. You right. would want that's it for. Intru- wow that's bizarre that is super bizarre and it's super sad i mean it seems like it's it's something that's still a beta and people have been wanting it's it's really nice it really works you know like i said for rise of the tomb raider and stuff and then the the performance boost were really impressive we weren't even using the greatest card uh but um but Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's it's very half-baked and you got to go through a lot of caveats and stuff to get it to work the way you want to
0: but this is this feature is considered still considered a beta feature.
3: Uh, no, I mean it feels like a beta. Te- it does feel like a beta. They actually yeah. still have. The, it's actually part of the actual you know full release now. Right. And, That's
0: a, okay.
3: Yes, and uh, you know they. are People have been able to do this for a couple of years now, but you really have to know coding and, you know, tinker with your Mac settings and stuff like that and, you know, risk bricking the thing. But now it actually is just kind of plug and play. It really is super simple. I'll give Apple that. It's very beautiful. But it's limited in its usefulness. It will boost your performance of your MacBook to an acceptable level, but... You know, I have a photo that I'm going to be ready for the accompanying article um, that I should have done today. But uh, yeah, this whole desk that we're working on was just filled with stuff that we had connected to it for the, our little MacBook.
1: So. Just so you can get better uh, graphics, exactly. What, what, what's funny is that it doesn't work with the with the Mac Pro, yes, because it needs Thunderbolt. Exactly, that's crazy. Yes. You would think that would be the audience Apple was targeting? People who bought that thing, right? And now realize that they have, they can't upgrade it and they're they're stuck. But sorry. Yeah, <laughs> On the bright
3: off. side, when we were we yeah. actually used a Mac Pro for the show the other day um, to show off Rise of the Tomb Raider, and it was still getting better results ah. in benchmark performance okay. than my MacBook Pro. So it, it, there is that. It's still it. It wasn't quite as much as Jason's five uh, K iMac, but it was still beating out my 2017 MacBook Pro. So that's something.
1: Okay. There you go.
0: Yeah, and that's what a three-year-old 2013. It's
3: 2013. Life.
0: Or four, year old a, a four, four and, and a half or something. <laughs> yes, <Jeez. laughs>
1: that's, that's absurd.
3: Yeah. So, yes.
1: but that's
0: interesting. That so it, so it the gaming usage is there, but the mm-hmm. professional usage right is, it, support still needs to be worked
1: on. Yeah, it, this so, seems like a stopgap solution yes. between you know the iMac Pro and, and whatever the new Mac Pro is for people who really want right to. I guess use their MacBook Pro for higher end. Yeah, I don't even. I don't even know. Honestly, who's going to buy this? Well, I mean, when you're talking about that kind of an expense and that kind of a setup, like it's certainly not mobile, right? So you're stuck at your desk doing, playing the, the few games that are allowed on a Mac. I don't know.
3: Uh, see, I think that's the idea. When you say it's not mobile, is the idea? I think is you you go and use your MacBook out in the world, and you know do all the other stuff like that. But when you want to, you know, play a game, because you know you're not really going to be playing a game like Rise of the Tomb Raider. Or at least I'm not out in the coffee shop. Or something okay. like that so you know when you're in a mood where you want to have you just devote a few hours to a game you know you can just plug it into your chassis there and you know plug it okay. in and boom i'm ready to go oh and and plug it to your monitor there and plug it in your keyboard and <laughs> <So laughs> you're ready to go and games are take, take up a lot of room too. So the one I'm leaving out. If you want to run more than one game, uh, you'll probably have to uh, attach an external hard drive too right. to keep your games
1: on. So two thousand dollars later, you can play your game exactly.
3: <laughs> when, at the,
0: when you could have just bought a dedicated PC. Yes, exactly and PC right. for that yeah. price.
3: And oh, so. uh, in the Apple ecosystem, like I was saying with Jason's computer or yeah. a 27-inch iMac, that's another important thing. Keep in mind that even after you spend all this same money, uh, you're still locked into Apple's current situation with games. Right, right, meaning, you right. still are playing the games that are currently supported on yeah, right.
0: Mac. You can't even use Boot Camp, right? So even... Exactly. Yeah.
3: So don't think you're going to be able to play The Witcher Three or Doom or something like that right off the. Is Doom supported? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> right off the bat, so
2: yeah. I wonder if this is kind of hinting at the route that Apple might be going with the Mac Pro mm-hmm. and making it like, you know, right. semi-modular where you kind of have these add-ons right. on the external side mm-hmm. versus internal. Because I remember back in the day with, the, with like, the, you know, the old cheese grater Mac Pro and Final Cut, I want to say 7, mm-hmm. is that you could use all the other machines on the network to right. help you render. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like using, you know, getting all the cores and, and sharing the mm-hmm. resources that way and going kind of that route? That would be cool. Yeah,
0: yeah that, that, that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. that this is really a feature for a future Mac Pro. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it's half-baked because the Mac Pro doesn't really exist, right. at least
3: outside of Apple's Spaceship. And that way you can say it is almost a beta to see how well this works before it becomes part of that. Yeah.
1: If if this is Apple's definition of a modular Mac, people are going to freak (laughs) out. (laughs) Right. There will be rioting and pitchforks in the streets. Yeah.
0: When they yeah WWDC when they take the wraps off the Mac Pro it's, it's all individual boxes. Right. <laughs> Here's the CPU.
1: They'll, Here's they'll, a USB they'll the, box. They'll, they'll set the stage on fire. People will break <laughs> the windows. Right.
0: <laughs> right. It's all individual boxes. There's like twelve boxes. Each component is on. You know, it's a, a separate box.
2: Well, well, yeah. they would keep the trash can style, but instead of it resting on <laughs> your desk, it's just a tower from the floor.
0: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, uh, one, one question I asked you didn't happen to do any Bitcoin mining with, no, with the I box, did you? <laughs> no.
3: and uh, so. we were actually surprised. You know, we actually did some price comparisons, and it looks like the stuff that we were using was at an affordable price point. I mean, it's it's what you would expect normally without yeah. you know because some of those cards were going like for like fifteen hundred for a while, and uh, but no, even the. GeForce GTX 1060, which is a really good contemporary card. Yeah, it was still selling about four hundred. That was the one we tried to attach, and it didn't do anything. Which would be, you know, magic and sh- textures and shadows and everything on a PC, but it just does nothing on a Mac.
0: Right. Well, that's the thing. It, even if you did want to do this, would you be able to find the graphics card that you want to buy?
3: Yeah, it, current, the one the, when I was looking through Amazon,
2: Newegg, and stuff, they were all available. They are so. available. It's now. just how much you pay for them, right? Right. Right.
1: Right, because, I mean... I think it hasn't gotten a little bit better now, the graphics card market. It's anything higher than $400.
2: Tiny bit better.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Bitcoin craze has kind of died just enough where normal people can buy graphics cards now. Right. (laughs) But just as a reminder, at the
3: minimum, chassis and card, you're going to be paying like at least $700 to make this work. crazy. So, yeah. $700.
0: Seven hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. For seven hundred dollars, you can buy two HomePods. <laughs> <Right>?
3: <laughs> see, so you, see, you just,
0: can't just kind of put yet. the ball. That was a good one, though. I'll give yeah, you that one. one. That was good. And I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta swing at that one." <laughs> which brings us to our next topic: the HomePod rumors. So, uh, I don't remember which analyst it was, mm-hmm. or said. There was news earlier this week that the HomePod isn't selling very well, and Apple has cut back its production, and that Apple is possibly working on a lower cost HomePod to appeal to the masses to put the HomePod in more stores Mm. and more in more homes. I mean, I mean to say, so maybe you could buy you know four HomePods for your seven (laughs) hundred dollars HomePod Mini. Home pod mini, home pod yeah. So uh if anyone in the audience bought a home pod and want to let us know what they think about it, we'd be interested to hear if you know, is it worth the three hundred and fifty dollars that you paid for a home no, for it? It is not. <laughs>
3: it sounds wonderful, but it doesn't do anything else. So. Yeah,
1: it's, it's it sounds great, but um it this just drives me crazy. First of all, mm-hmm. How did anyone in Apple think that this was going to be a big seller? Yeah. It's three hundred and fifty dollars when most of the most of the smart speakers that sell are around fifty mm. to one hundred and thirty yes. bucks. So I was like that's the, I that's like ninety yeah. percent of them. Well, I think no one's buying a Google Google Home Max either,
0: yeah. and not that I don't mean to defend Apple on that because I I think it was a ridiculous price point, but I think what part of that thinking comes from the success of their Apple Music store mm-hmm. that they feel like. Oh, our Apple Music Store is very popular. We only appeal to true music aficionados. So yeah. there is a huge audience out there because they're signed up for our Apple that, Music but I'm saying that true. maybe that's how they they thought that this would work. I think
1: they're just stubborn. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. started this before the Echo Revolution, if you want to call it that. Yeah, And they just refused to pivot and make it a cheaper smart home speaker that also sailed. Listen – HomePod is fine. If, if you have a smaller or 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 cheaper one with it mm-hmm. that you can also sell to people who don't want to spend $350 on a speaker. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're not going to sell them to many people. Yeah. That's just the that's just the, the facts. Mm. Yeah. I have 6 or 7 of these things in my home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they all cost $100 <laughs> or less. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just yeah, how it is.
0: So you spent your $700 on, on <laughs> Yeah, that.
1: right. No, so. it's tr- it's it's very true. And HomePod doesn't even do a lot of the stuff that they do. What's amazing so, to me yeah.
3: is that it was so hard to just control it from my phone. I know you could do. Yeah. Well, you know, actually on the, the networks that we have here, on the Wi-Fi networks, because we have a certain security, it was actually quite of a pain to get it yeah. to work, period, in this office. It, it took and, me
1: like three <laughs> hours to get mine set up. When it, I don't, I, don't even, I still don't know what the problem is, but it, it, it kept spinning and spinning and spinning until I, finally it worked. But I'm not even – forget forget all that. Yes. Let's pretend that it's a beautiful, seamless setup and it works beautifully. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do enough and it's too expensive and right. that's it. Yeah, it's true. There's, 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 there's no way to cut that nicely. Mm-hmm. so is and it, Apple was crazy if they
0: thought this was going to be a big seller so is it not selling because apple overestimated the music enthusiast market or is it not selling because siri doesn't work
3: well first of all about the music enthusiast i, I want to throw in something here uh you know I think they overestimated how many people are like audiophiles. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, people like, to, they love music, but, you know, as far as understanding the nuances, I'll say one thing as a person who lives in, you know, urban San Francisco with where we live on top of each other and everything, that thing doesn't, you can't really. Adjust the bass on it, and so when I hear that thing, and I and I was yep. thinking about that's taking right. it home, and it was like, man, that's going to be shaking the whole apartment. Yeah. What, so what, what audio
1: file file doesn't want an equalizer? Yes, exactly. That, not zero no. of them. <laughs> and you know, first of all, you're you're dealing with 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 a, with the lossy streaming, you're streaming yeah. anyway, so yes. you're not dealing with it with the best possible quality. Yeah. And didn't Neil Young teach us anything with that stupid Pono player that nobody <laughs> wanted? Like. This market doesn't exist. Southern there is don't no, need no audio file that wants to stream music. <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. They, they, they don't exist, and if they do exist, they're 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 so small. Apple wouldn't wouldn't care about
2: them. Yes. So we have a few comments. Uh, first oh, on Twitter, they're also not dorm friendly because you can easily prank people by airplane to it without a lock. <laughs> oh, God.
0: That's true. Oh man.
2: Um, and then on YouTube, Talman is saying. Uh, so Apple's take is going to be. So you didn't like what it does at Three <laughs> fifty. So we'll take away half its functionality and reduce the price to two hundred and ninety nine. Yeah, Sound yeah. good?
3: Oh god, They need to make it at least one ninety nine. Yes,
1: at least. Yeah, one ninety nine is even too much. Yes, they, the 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 Echo Show is is what two thirty normally, and mm-hmm. it gets discounted all the time, mm-hmm. and that comes with a seven inch screen. What's the cheapest so, uh, Amazon? The, it, well, it's, it's like $50, 50 with the the Pocket One. It's yeah. on sale for thirty a lot.
3: Yeah, because they have the marketplace just, and the you know they can do yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: And Amazon does you know a million more things than HomePod does yes. with Alexa. Right. It's it's not even close. You literally you literally can't play a game on on HomePod. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do anything like that. Like mm-hmm. Amazon has twenty questions and all these fun things. Nothing. Siri just looks at you like you're like a crazy if you ask it to do anything other than play a song. Well they, Siri told jokes.
2: Yeah, um, they did update the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> they do sell jokes. <laughs> He's like <"Ugh."> Great. <laughs> so, that's
1: that's what I want. My my uh my personal assistant to, to tell jokes to you me when I'm asking comedian. Him to, come on. So
2: and, and Philip Allen on YouTube is saying HomePod needs phono sockets and a way of streaming non Apple music.
3: Yes, totally. I totally yeah, agree yeah. with that. That's big. Yeah. A lot of
2: negatives, but I, I yeah. don't even
1: think even if they announced uh, Sona uh, what is it, Spotify, Spotify? Support, Spotify support. I don't even think that would matter. Well, it, I, don't I think make... it would have helped out of the gate. I was like, "What? What were you thinking?" I mean, it, it should. Listen, Apple, Apple has trained us to use these 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 dummy ear ear earbuds uh-huh. with, that come with our phone that that's that suck. Uh-huh. So now they're going to say, "Oh, by the way, you really need great audio quality in a home speaker." Not not happening. They
3: did a good job with the AirPods. I have to at one hundred and fifty dollars and yeah, you know, it's because that
1: price was good. If that's was three hundred dollars, nobody would buy them. Exactly true. Yeah. One sixty is competitive.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh uh-huh. huh. Yeah, three hundred and fifty dollars
1: right. for a smart speaker is not. Yes.
2: I also wonder how much they maybe decided that uh, or misunderstood. Like you know, when I think of uh, you know Echo. I don't think of it as like oh being very brand specific or operating specific. Whereas like okay maybe I wouldn't have chose you know a Google Home, but with Alexa you're like yeah it's kind of neutral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, right, the, right. the
1: speaker is the is the ecosystem. Like it it, it it created an ecosystem on the device, and Apple still doesn't doesn't get well not still Apple hasn't gotten that. Right. Like it's not iOS. Mm-hmm. It's not Mac OS. It's it's a smart speaker that's separate from all that stuff. I never have to go to my Alexa app. I ask it to do stuff, and it does it. Yes, that app. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that's,
0: that's a good point. Apple's so wrapped up in its ecosystem yeah. and its devices, relying on each other, that they missed the point with HomePod that it needs to be a standalone device. That it doesn't. That it needs to have wider support for other products, uh, right. and that it needs simply needs to do more than what it does. It needs
1: to do more on its own, right? That it does. Right. That's probably a and good.
2: It, go ahead. It
1: doesn't even do the, the iOS stuff because we still haven't gotten AirPlay 2. <laughs> you know, I was just
3: thinking about throwing the walled garden f- phrase out there, and this is totally, you know, secondary, but it just occurred to me that that whole design of that new facility is very much a walled garden. Yeah,
1: it's it's, it's,
2: like, it's, it's like literally a walled garden.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm sure somebody else has thought of that, but it just hit me now.
2: <laughs> and on Twitter, Blue Gray says, I'll get one when Siri improves. I don't yes. trust Google or Alexa. I think that's a good point. You know, yeah.
1: I can, I can, I'm, I'm down with that. Sure. Apple's privacy is, is leaps and bounds better than Amazon and Google. Sure. Yeah. But you're sacrificing a ton of functionality to, to, to keep your, your words private. Right. Listen, yeah. I don't care if Amazon hears me talking. What, what, what am I saying that they, that they have to hear? I don't care. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, the whole Facebook thing about your data privacy. And I, 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 just have a feeling that something's going to happen with Google in regards to something similar i don't know what i don't you know I have no idea, but it just seems to me that something related could happen to Google, and then Apple will need to take advantage of that, but at the same time it, it, I think it's clear that apple apple's ability to innovate. Has been stymied by the fact mm-hmm. that they have that they want to maintain this privacy that yes. they don't rely that they don't want to make rely on user data mm-hmm. that they want to maintain people's privacy and yeah, that I it's mean, a handicap I, for them.
1: I, if if it's a handicap for them, they've had more than enough time to figure out a way to do machine learning locally. Mm-hmm. If that's what yeah. they wanted to do, they have a ton of money. Hire some people. They, well, they just did. They, they just hired the the, the head of um, Google Assistant. Right, that's which is which is a good start, but. You know, we're tw- we're in 2018 here. This should yeah. I mean, Apple supposed to be the, 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 the visionaries, the, mm-hmm. the, the leader of 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 every tech uh, conversation. And they are way late to the game here
3: and there's, there's cases of it where they've actually changed their position where they formally held their ground I would say iTunes was an example of that remember Steve Job was always about people want to own their music mm-hmm. and stuff and yeah. you know time proved that no not really <laughs> yeah. and so but they, they embraced that late they, and that's important they yeah. embraced it late by writing beats music and there was all kind of stuff saying Apple's late to the game they're gonna die because they're gonna fail uh, because the, you, know, you know everybody else was ahead of them no they're doing fine now so yeah but
1: I mean I mean, music streaming is a lot different than this this the smart home is the platform of the future and i guess like my people, point is I, people I are literally that. building microphones into their homes when they build them like right. this is this is not you know the convenience of being able to listen to a bunch of music whenever you want mm-hmm. this is you know the this is the next step in this whole kind of smart hub evolution and apple isn't there they're not even they're barely part of the conversation maybe i'm
3: being too optimistic it seems to me with their cash stores and all that stuff like that you know throw some research into that hire the right people it should be relatively easy to fix i mean and i say that because look at what everybody else is doing there's people that as far as i'm concerned are lesser people that are doing a lot greater things with their stuff than apple is and uh you know if they put that stuff in there instead of putting their money in you know TV shows. You know, maybe <laughs> go somewhere. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I do. I don't think that it's a lost cause. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think they can definitely get there. But it seems like there's nothing that we've read or seen mm-hmm. that shows that Apple even understands what it needs to do to get on track in this in this race.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of Apple opening its doors and supporting uh, third parties. The, uh, there was a rumor t- published earlier this week that the Apple Watch could possibly be uh, supporting third-party watch faces.
1: But um, wasn't this rumor sort of dispelled quickly? Mm-hmm. A, a little bit. It, it wasn't a rumor. It was a 9to5Mac. I, f- I apologize. I don't remember. M- maybe Zach Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they found a string in the latest iOS Oh no no the latest watch OS mm-hmm. um beta, that that pointed to third party um something right. bundles, right? It, it was like, it it didn't it didn't do it was a it was a, it was a placeholder.
3: It was like yeah. this but, is
1: where third party something yeah, would go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it was third party config con, con, config bundles, mm-hmm. which is what you know they took to kind of extrapolate and speculate that this would mean that third party faces are coming to watch OS, which isn't a bad thought. But, um Stephen Stroton Smith, who he is just the guru of all this kind of developer stuff yeah when it comes to figuring out what Apple is doing based on the uh, the, the code, he says that that's not necessarily what it means, and that that most likely is just referring to um, complications. complications, which is what yeah. it do, which is what they allow already
2: right. mm-hmm.
1: but yeah. it got everyone talking and thinking about it, which was fun yeah, and I think people who use
0: Apple Watch really wouldn't embrace the whole third party watch faces and you know that, you know i would like uh, to see yeah. more watch faces on my watch you know, I, I mean
1: <laughs> i i wrote this the other day on the surface it sounds like a great idea but in practice it would be awful yeah yes. i'm with him it's you're gonna see a lot of junk yeah a lot of junk yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. and you know because uh i i use i use um Andro, uh, i'm sorry wear os and i use fitbit and i believe me of the watch faces that are designed by third parties are garbage. Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you'll, you'll, you'll try them out for, or I'll try them out for a half hour and I'll just uninstall them forever. Apple, you know, they put a lot of care, a lot of attention, a lot of thought into their, their watch faces. The, the Siri one being a perfect example because that, I mean, that's one of the best, on any platform that that's one of the best implementations of what a watch of a digital smartwatch face should be. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's constantly updating. It gives you, it gives you news and photos and everything else from your stream. It's it's great. I wish they would open that up to third party like ESPN and other weather things and things like that. that. That, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't see how third party watch faces just kind of willy nilly would be
2: Useful if it becomes
3: something, it's going to be heavily controlled by Apple, they're going to be a big gatekeeper. I don't think it's going to be, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, they haven't you know changed the screen for like they haven't allowed third party people to adjust the screen, you know, on the the iOS. So, would they do why would they do that for the watch?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I do agree. I mean, on, on the watch, that screen is like that's the that's where you spend most of your time. And I just can't imagine Apple relinquishing that level of control because, I mean, it cheapens the experience. If you put on a crappy watch face, like your whole watch sucks all of a sudden. And
3: not only that, you were saying cheapen the experience. Is there any, because I know that's one of the things they're worried about with iOS. Is there any worry that, you know, some kind of customized screen like that would actually ruin the iOS experience? Like have a potential of a bug going there? And Yeah, sure. Ru- yes. I mean,
1: you know, if, depending on how, how digital an Apple is with its with its gatekeeping. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, we get... We get apps in the app store that crash your whole phone every now and again. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's not out of the question. It's, you know, it's, it's less likely that it, it's more likely that it would be just a poor design, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it could be a, it could be a, a something where you, you raise your wrists and your whole watch crashes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I said, I would like to see third party watch faces.
0: What I meant to say was I would like, (laughs) I would like more of the ability to customize my watch face Mm -hmm. to what I want. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah.
1: actually a, a pretty decent level of customization on Apple Watch. But, yeah, I mean uh, – I feel like I would like I, more We, we always more. want more. Yeah.
3: yeah. When I want customization, I cur- yeah, I have one right now. Uh, yeah, I just used a photo one, and I put a different wallpaper in and do the, t- the two complications. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes I, I switch back to one of the other ones and stuff when I need a little bit more – on-to-go information but my point i admit when i got an apple watch like two days later one of the first things i did was look for a custom watch face and i too found it oh that's accepted i don't know that i really need you know I, i i was surprised by how not excited i was about that when the rumor first Mm -hmm. dropped and so i've kind of learned to live with it and like i said making the you know the backgrounds change has kind of made me happy enough for what i have yeah
1: and there's there's a lot of cool ones the the kaleidoscope is cool it's always changing the toy story one is fun i mean apple they're not just simple watch faces that's what you get on when you look through the google play store Mm -hmm. or whatever it is now the wear os store you know, 90%, or not 90, but like a large portion of them are just simple circular faces that just look, they're just like different metals and different, like there's, there's no point to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Apple gives you something that is fun and interesting. And, you know, I wish they would come out with more of them throughout the year. Yes. Rather than just throwing them all in with, with every major update. Mm-hmm. But um I, I don't, I think the, whatever, the 20 or so that are available are, you know, they're, they're all better than their competitors. Mm-hmm.
0: So just to uh, – there are a couple more little Apple short tidbits that we could talk about, Apple-related news and rumors. So today, this morning, there was a uh, speculation that the iPhone SE2 is imminent. Uh, It uh, kind of showed up in a regulatory filing in the the EU, I believe.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Well, no, not not that you was uh, Eurasia, but right, yeah, over over there,
0: Eastern Europe.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: So, uh, in Eastern Europe, you have to do certain, you have to file certain documents and stuff, and then what happens is people access those files, and there are model numbers, Mm -hmm. and you know you can extrapolate what the model numbers mean, and uh, somebody figured out that one of these
1: models could possibly be an
0: iPhone SE two. Which maybe would be nice because the iPhone SE is what two years old now. Two years,
1: yeah. March of of uh, twenty sixteen it came out.
0: Yeah, and we thought uh, it would what's... happen earlier uh, this year. This year, but when Apple had an education event instead of a general new product event, so and they didn't introduce an SE two then. So then we were wondering, well, when is it going to happen if it's ever going to happen? Because September felt like a little long in the tooth for that, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, so maybe there's an SE two
1: coming. They didn't. There were no. Were there any specs? There weren't any specs. No, it was just straight up model numbers. What's interesting? This two is things are interesting. One is that this is how we learned of the of the new iPad that was coming, right through the through through an ECC filing. And number two, man, they were a ton of model numbers. they were like I think there were eleven of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is way more than they usually are. So I don't know what that that means. I was targeting the, uh, basically it changes. It's it it has a new model number for the modem inside it. So AT&T has one, Verizon All has right. one. But um I don't know what that means. If that means there's a bunch of different kind of territories it's it's mm-hmm. targeting with different modems or if there's going to be that many different models or if it has nothing to do with the iPhone se at all mm-hmm. yeah. but they were definitely iPhone model numbers because it was the a and then uh, a four digit number yeah uh, uh, I just
3: like to say that that must annoy I mean the ECC must annoy everybody because yeah, right yeah <laughs> Android phones too this is often where a source of leaks come from yeah. It's all these these filings from this
1: place yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't tell you anything. It just tells you, like, not like it does. There's, there's nothing. Right. It's not like right. an x filing like where, where there's pictures yeah. and stuff. But yeah, it must still uh, burn them up because we. Have, I mean, Tim Cook sent out that letter last week. Right. There was also
0: that, in another. Yeah, related. Yeah.
1: There was a memo don't, that, don't was, week. that that
0: another Mark Gurman story talked about. I think late last week about how Apple sent out a memo telling people stop leaking our stuff. Yeah. Which was, which was and the memo leaked. got leaked to Mark German yeah. who promptly published the memo.
1: I mean, it's the the greatest thing is like somewhere in Apple, there's someone looking for the leaker of the leaked memo. Price, <laughs> right. right. so,
0: yeah. So I mean, Mark. German, what what was interesting his...
1: in that is they 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 kind of threatened all their employees with like jail time for leaking stuff. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can tell like, their commitment to of privacy cases. extends to their employees. So. Yeah. <laughs> they,
3: they would have, they would have found that already.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible for Apple to not, it's impossible for anyone, but when you're, when you're at that size with that many employees all around the world, it's just impossible to stop things from getting out. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the, the, the the last product that I can remember that we really knew nothing about was Apple watch. Mm -hmm. Like that was a complete surprise when that landed, but Apple announced it. What eight months before it actually released? Right. Same thing with the iPhone, six months early, because they know, like, it's, if if it's if we're going to sell it in two weeks, people are going to find out about it. It's just it's that's just the way it is. Yeah. So, yeah. um,
0: iOS 11.4, a, a, a new public beta was released. It mostly has a lot of uh, AirPlay
1: uh, two bug fixes. Maybe it's coming
0: <laughs> uh, again. And <laughs> AirPlay two and messages in iCloud. Remember, and messages it? in the cloud or whatever it's called. Messages in the iCloud is. So that was released, so if you're in the public beta, maybe and you haven't checked that out, you might want to check that out. uh what else? There was something else that I can't seem to recall that maybe not. Uh oh,
3: rumors, do not disturb:
0: <laughs> All right there was yeah there was there was the do not do not disturb" thing that uh, I guess insurance companies had found that the do not disturb function in iOS actually has worked. Yes yeah, so uh. For people who don't know, you can actually set iOS to. I
3: think it's like is, it, is it an alert? Yeah. Yes, you are driving off. at a certain speed, and guys, I right. don't drive around here, but I used to. Uh, but um, yeah, you it, it'll you try to look at your phone, and it'll say you're driving or something. Don't look at that phone. Yeah. So yeah. hey, stop looking at me, yeah,
0: kind of thing. So and insurance companies say, yeah, it actually kind of works. So uh, so if your insurance rates are high, you know. <laughs> Try it out. Maybe you can get a lower rate. I don't know. So. But I think that just about does it for this week's episode of the Macwell Podcast. Episode 601. 601. Yep. On our I way to the 600, next 600. We only got 599 to go.
2: Only 20 more years.
0: 20 more years to go. <laughs> so I'm good for
3: 666.
0: So. <laughs> we'll do a special edition of the 666 Podcast. So. Maybe we'll do it at night.
1: Right, (laughs) big audience
3: there. So
1: that'll be what next? I guess around August. Six, six, six. So it takes sixty-six weeks from now. Yeah, August.
0: So five weeks. But um, yeah, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Mike World Podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please let us know. We'll take a look at those. Uh, But I'd like to thank Mike Simon on the West East Coast and the East East Coast. Coast. Cold, rainy. Uh, i like to thank Leif. Thank you very Look much. Look at my
3: sunburns, Mr. <laughs> Cold and Ernie. Hans. <laughs>
0: Thanks to Dan, our producer. Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Roman. And thank you to the audience for participating. Uh, join us next week, Wednesdays at 10 o'clock Pacific, uh, while we'll talk about the latest and greatest
2: coming from Apple. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you.